Hey, hey, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I am your host, Melissa Impet. And today's episode is brought to you by my 12-week Gym Confident Guide. This is a 12-week full-body weight training program that I am absolutely obsessed with because I can virtually come to the gym with you. The creators of Trainerize are brilliant because it allows people like me who are passionate about weightlifting to create a program for you and virtually be there to assist you as you're working out. So you bring the app right into the gym with you. Each day is laid out telling you exactly what exercises to perform, how many sets, how many reps, and then you can actually add your weight in so we can track and watch you get stronger as you go. If you don't know how to perform one of the exercises, that's cool, we got you covered. I filmed a video and did a voiceover explaining tips and tricks of how to perform each exercise safely using proper form. So this is the perfect guide for people who want to feel a little bit more confident when they step foot into the weight room. Because it's true, it can be a little intimidating to step foot in the weight room for the very first time, especially if you're a female and the weight room is full of men. I totally feel you. You don't want to look like an idiot and you want to look like you know what you're doing. So this is just such a great tool for you to be able to bring right in the gym with you to help you feel more confident so you get stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally. So if you are interested in downloading your gym confident guide, please visit my website at beautifullybuilt.life and you can download the app right there. If this sounds intriguing to you, don't wait. Don't let procrastination or limiting beliefs, fear, get in your way. That's not going to help you build the body of your dreams. So trust in me. Know that I have your best interest at heart. I'm super excited to see you in there, get to know you better, and help you build the body of your dreams. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, I've got another fit chick combo for you with one of my girls from college. Her name is Alyssa, also known as Alyssa Yogiano. This interview was so special for me because I know Alyssa through people in college. However, I never really got the chance to hear her story. I got to admit to her that her body was like goals to me in college. I would always look at her and just be like, wow, that girl's body is absolutely amazing. And she was a motivator for me without her even knowing it. So it was really cool to be able to bring her on the show, admit that to her, and then learn more about her story and how yoga has become such a huge part of the person that she is today. So I'm really excited to introduce Alyssa to you. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. Her posts are absolutely amazing. She's beautiful inside and out, and she's got some fantastic YouTube videos if you're willing to give yoga a try to see how it fits in your lifestyle. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored that you reached out. I'm so excited to have you on. Seriously, it's been a long time coming that we can have this conversation. And I'm really excited to hear your story because we've known each other for like years now. Yes. Yeah. So it's really cool because I've never really gotten a chance to hear your story. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like we keep up with each other a lot on social media, run into each other a lot and like have always been felt very supported by you oh, virtually awesome. even though we were like virtually it's like, it's like the well. blessing the blessing behind social media because it really does kind of keep people connected yeah it's true it's a, yeah, it's a double-edged so, sword so tell us a little bit about your journey how did you actually get into fitness 
So, I mean, I've played sports my whole life. I've always been pretty active. Um, So I guess before I actually got into fitness, you know, I was playing tennis most of my life. And, you know, I played softball as a kid and all sorts of different things. But in high school, I got like really tired. I don't know. Like I actually, so I, I was still playing tennis and I would be um, on the tennis team up until my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And I honestly had like no real energy. And I think it came from just being a teenager. And I, I yeah. quit playing tennis and I still did extracurriculars, but it had nothing to do with fitness. And I slowly started to realize that my energy was just like completely depleted. Mm. And um, so I started working out again in high school, but nothing really, I don't know, nothing specific. I just wanted to move more. Yeah. And I think it was more in like at that age was more like superficial and vain. I was like, oh, I want to look this way or that way. And so, you know, I'd be like in my room. So it was more like for the looks day. of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like how can I yeah. plump up the booty? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think at that age too, like 16, like I think I had like a different insecurity than I think is talked about more. Like I felt mm-hmm. like too skinny and I was like, mm-hmm. I have chicken legs and I hate this. And I was always like, kind of looking at myself a certain way and wanted to be more womanly, I guess would be the word. And I think that's not as common or as talked about of like a a reason why people get into fitness think it's usually weight loss. And for me, it was like, I felt too too skinny. Yeah. So you wanted to gain weight. You wanted to like gain that healthy weight. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted legs. I wanted thighs. (laughs) I wanted thighs. thighs, Let's just be honest. (laughs) So, um, so that was like the how I like officially got into like l- like looking into fitness and looking into different workouts and so mm-hmm. I really got into just researching different things like pretty early on and I worked So was out- this like was this around the time when like Instagram started getting popular? No, there was no Instagram. Wow, this was even before that. Yeah, this was no Instagram. I'm wow. old. Now. <laughs> Get out of here. Because I was talking to another girl on the podcast about like how the rise of Instagram is what really like set me off on my fitness journey. But you're like even before that. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was before Instagram that wow. I started getting into all of this stuff. I think I just saw early on. And like I always loved tennis, but I saw, I don't know, I saw athletes as like having these like shapely, beautiful bodies. So I knew like if I, okay, I'm not playing sports, so I need to do something yeah. to like get the body I want. At yeah, that point, I definitely that remember like post internet, like magazines and stuff like that. I was like, oh my gosh, these girls have such amazing bodies. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, I totally like stole all my workout ideas from, I don't even know what magazines I was looking yeah. at back then. Probably remember? Like, yeah. Oh, they used no. to like give you like sample workouts. I remember that. Yeah, they did. They did. I, I stole them all. I was donkey kicking all day. <laughs> like heel to the ceiling yes. heel to the ceiling like trying <laughs> the fire hydrants yep oh yes well I'm gonna tell you it it was effective yeah so. oh yeah oh yeah it was definitely effective you guys this is so funny so like like we said before Alyssa and I went to the University of Rhode Island and we like knew each other through mutual people I want to say yes because what was your major Journalism. Okay, you were journalism. I was fashion, so we definitely weren't really in this. Well, man, I don't think we were in classes. I think we just knew each other through people. Yeah. But anyway, she was like one of my dream bodies. I was like obsessed with this girl's body, and she didn't even know it until just now when I told her before the podcast started. (laughs) That is so flattering. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have her on the podcast and tell her that her body was like goals for me. So thank you. I appreciate that because you helped me get into all this. Thank you so much. That is so nice of you to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that- yes, the donkey kicks were definitely effective. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Yeah, so then the anti-gravity us- move that's what that's yeah. all about oh, yeah. totally totally yeah so tell us a little bit more about your journey now because you're up to so many cool things I would love for you to share yeah so I'm gonna fast forward to like what I'm doing right now so yep. right now my focus is primarily on yoga oh, I am yoga. A, love yoga I'm a yoga, yoga teacher and I also do health coaching so cool. I have my own space in Warwick Rhode Island where I do um, where I do the health coaching one-on-one with people. And then I also offer private yoga. So whether it's someone who, you know, doesn't like to be in a big crowd of people, yeah. but they want to get into yoga, someone mm-hmm. who's never done yoga before and wants the basics yeah. and make, to make sure they're we're walking into a class and know what they're doing. So they're safe about mm-hmm. their, their form and their movement, because sometimes we go into any type of fitness class, whether it's yoga or bar or spin, whatever it may be. And if your form isn't proper, like you're much more susceptible to injury. So sometimes even though yoga is so good for you, you could be doing something just a little bit off and mm-hmm. a little tweak could just make things, you know, much more safe and effective. So I think that's why it's really great to start off with yoga one-on-one more than anything or in a I beginner's agree. class. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think related to like what got me into fitness in the first place and then why I'm so obsessed with yoga it's because yoga taught me truly and first of all just makes me feel great physically and emotionally and I leave a yoga class and I think a lot of people feel this way it's like a yoga high you just feel so good you feel free like I just feel like free I feel like I gave my mind and my body just like this refresh Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I mean, I, I still go to the gym and I lift and I love that, but I feel like energized and ready to go and like amped mm-hmm. up. Whereas yoga, I feel is like, like steady and like, yes. yeah, like everything's good. And yes. so a big part of growing up and becoming, I know, I'm going to air quotes adult. I mean, you can see me, but adult, <laughs> yes. adult. Um, I realized that through yoga mostly and, and meditation, that I wasn't working out anymore or moving because I didn't like what I saw. It was because I loved my body. So I think that's like a shift you have to have with your mind at some point. You cannot work out or move or do whatever you're doing because you dislike your body. You have to do it because you love your body and you want to to care for it in the most important way that you can. So it sustains you throughout life. It's healthy, you're healthy, and you can live feeling your absolute best. And if you're working out because you just like your body, you're not going to feel your best no matter what. I'm like smiling ear to ear right now because that is so what I stand for here with Beautifully Built. It's so true. You can't work out because you hate your body. It just, it doesn't, you're not going to get the same results. Mm-mm. Exactly. I'm so happy you just- We all have to love our body at every phase. It's going to change. You could be working out constantly. Something, just like a little stress factor in your life could cause your body to not be reacting the way it may have reacted before. So sometimes if you have something going on in life and then you're eating really well and you're working out um, just the way you need to and you're like, why aren't I seeing changes? Like Maybe you just need to take a look at what's going on outside Mm -hmm. of the healthy eating and the working out. And focus a little bit more on on that part of your life and and just giving yourself, being patient with yourself, I think is the most important thing. Realizing that we're human and things come up in life that are stress factors outside of your self-care. And if that's affecting your self-care in any way, maybe you need to remove that part of what's going on in your life or just like 
just know that it's something you need to work through and that's okay. Yeah. Break through the instant gratification. Like that's one of the biggest issues we all have right now is people want that instant gratification and it does take, it does take time and patience, you know, Mm -hmm. being, being fit and feeling your best wouldn't be as desirable if it was easy. (laughs) That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. So tell me, what do you think fit, how do you think fitness has made like an impact on your life? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a big question, isn't it? <laughs> I think the the biggest impacts it has made was when I first started working out and I was not feeling energized. I think the energy and starting to really feel my best and not feeling like that grogginess throughout the day. So just physically feeling more energy, more stamina, and just not hitting those walls of just exhaustion. Mm-hmm. I think that when you aren't giving your body proper movement, it's, you're just going to feel tired. I mean, if that's how I feel, I don't know if that's for everybody, but I feel so much more energized when I'm moving daily. And, um, and again, like just deeper than that is just, it's just really taught me to just care for my body and to realize how important self-care is every single day. I think that there's, especially with women, there's almost like a guilt of when you're not caring for someone else. It's like, oh, like when you take time for yourself. And I see that with so many women, like they're so caring and they want to do so much for other people, whether it's their kids or their spouse or their partner or their family members. And then so when someone offers them a chance to take care of themselves, it's like this instant guilt. But I think so I just think this is like the biggest part is like realizing how important self-care is and to remove that guilt from it and to give yourself the time. And I don't know, one of my favorites, pretty cliche, but my favorite sayings is you cannot pour from an empty cup. So taking the time for yourself, we need to remove the stigma that it's selfish. It's not selfish. It's selfless because the better you do for yourself, the better you can do for others. Yes. That's what I always say too. We're so on the same like alignment. Yes. I agree <laughs> that like if you're not showing up for yourself, how can you show up for anyone else mm-hmm. as the best version of yourself? It just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work out that way. So neglecting your self-care is so important. And I think a lot of people get confused because self-care doesn't mean that you need to go get a massage once a week. You know, it doesn't have but to if you be- can- and if you have the time, you do, can, it. do it. Yeah, if you can and you, yeah, do it. But it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be super time consuming. Even if you're taking an hour out of your day to do something for yourself, yeah. it's like, it doesn't have to be this huge obstacle that you need to get over. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't need to be intimidating. <laughs> so. No way. Yeah, it I was listening 20 minutes in the morning. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I think it was on Bucci Radio. And it was this guy. And he was talking about how every day he sets a uh, timer for five minutes. And during that five minutes, he doesn't even focus on meditation because a lot of people stress out because they don't know how to meditate. He's, he just focuses on being the most relaxed he's ever been. I love and that. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. So just five minutes, like totally doable, just feeling the most relaxed that you've ever felt in your entire life for five minutes. That's like, perfect. that's really cool. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to implement that more because that five minutes will make a big day, a big difference in your day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about motivation. I've been getting a lot of questions from my listeners about how do you stay motivated? What types of things do you do to keep up motivation? And what do you do when you lose motivation? Oh, yes. So for me, when I lose motivation or when I know like there is a a yoga class I want to go to or I should be getting 
uh, a certain workout in at the gym because I have gotten on into routine. Yeah. So I don't often lose motivation anymore because it's become just such a habit. Yeah. And I know I won't feel good if I don't, I, won't, I don't do it. So sometimes when I have those moments where I'm feeling like sluggish or I have, you know, a 5 a.m. wake up and then later that day I have a certain workout or yoga class I want to do and I'm feeling like, oh, I'm so tired, I could nap. <laughs> but I think about, I just remind myself how good I feel, I will feel once I start. And I think that's the biggest motivator is just remembering that feeling and like how great it feels. And like, it doesn't happen right away especially with yoga. Disclaimer, I hated yoga when I started. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, it's what hard. is this yeah. nonsense? It's just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So it took, it takes the time of like continuously, like we're like going back to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, what changed for me was when with yoga and I'm going like in a circle here with your question, but oh, it's just, okay, go for it. Um, <laughs> I'd, instead of going to yoga classes, I was living in New York City, um, and I would I would go to this yoga studio in Union Square, and it was really intense, and it was great, and like I knew I started to see that, you know, I saw the benefits of it, but I was like, I don't have the time to devote getting there and all this time and then getting back because it wasn't a priority at the time, so I didn't see the the benefit of all that time dedicated to it, like on a yeah. Saturday or a Sunday. And then also I was living in New York City. So the money, I was like, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. I bet, yeah. <laughs> I was it like a power class? Like what was it like a fast vinyasa class or something like that? I know. I don't even really remember. Yeah. Like I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was, it was definitely vinyasa. So it was like, it was a flow. So it wasn't, yeah. and it was, it was a flow, but I don't know exactly what style it was mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just started doing 20 minutes in the morning via YouTube. Yes. Yes. That's me too. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the little increments are what create the big changes. You try to take on everything that interests you and you want to just take it all in at once. It's overwhelming and it's not sustainable. So just start like baby steps, little teeny tiny steps of like what you think you might like. And then like, if it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it wasn't for you. Oh my God. The 20 minute yoga classes, seriously, still to this day. Yeah. Sometimes me too. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, it's been such a long day. I have so much going on. I need to just take my mind off things. YouTube. Boom. Mm -hmm. Right in my bedroom. My bedroom is tiny right now, but there's still enough room for a yoga mat. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Your YouTube videos are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I love your YouTube videos. I know. Yeah, you guys, I'm definitely going to put the link to her YouTube in the show notes so you can check it out if you need a quick yoga class. You've got quite a few now, don't you? Yeah, I have quite a few. Uh, When I started getting more into doing my, being in like a wellness sphere full time, I kind of took a step back from the YouTube channel because I had to really dive into this personal business and development and changing my course a little bit. Yep. So I want to get back to uploading new videos, but I have quite a few that are available. Yeah, right and they're now. really good. I've done them. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yeah. So awesome. Easy to follow. Like it's the type of thing where her voice leads you. So you don't even need to be staring at the screen. You know, it's really helpful. I try to, I try to very much be specific in my cueing. Yeah. You, are, also, you do a great job with that. Thanks. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really, it's really fun. And then like, I have this little motto, I have it tattooed on my wrist. It's called addicted to proud. Like I'm addicted to that feeling of making myself proud. And that's what happens after I finish a video. You finish the video, you get to the end and you're just like so proud of yourself. You're like, wow, I just did that. I just took the time for myself. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Powerful. It like fires you up, you know? (laughs) Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. It's just, I think it's, that's, I don't know. That's half the fun of the fitness journey is like realizing there are so many avenues. Like there's, you don't have to be in a gym. You don't have to be necessarily in a, in a studio or in a class. You can be at home. It can simply be like you go do something, anything active for the day. Like sometimes I, now that it's summer, you know, go for, go play some tennis or something or go for a walk as long as I'm moving. I saw people rollerblading the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I had rollerblades. Oh my God. I would fall. <laughs> I would probably fall too. I definitely need like the knee pads and the elbow pads, but yeah, just get active. It's, it's so worth it in the long run. Yeah. And in the short term, there are long-term benefits. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And then so there are before, just like, the, no. before we like wrap up with one of the last questions, I would love to know where my listeners can connect with you because they definitely should follow along with your journey. I think the easiest way is Instagram. Mm-hmm. I am at Yogi Ano, so it's Y O G I A N O, and that's because my last name is Shiano, so it's Yogi Ano. And I think it's, it's funny. Yeah, I feel like some people will, like take it very seriously. I'm like, it's supposed to be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I've had a few people ask me if it's my real last name, and I'm like, I kind of wish. <laughs> I kind of wish it was. I feel like it should be my last name. <laughs> In fact, my my boyfriend thought when we first met that that was my real last name. He's like, wow, what a coincidence. (laughs) That is hysterical. (laughs) You are destined to be a yogi. (laughs) That's your YouTube channel too, right? Um, It's Alyssa Yogiana on my YouTube channel as well. So the Instagram is the easiest because it links to my website. You can email me there if you're interested in, in health coaching. I can do it all virtually as well. And then my website also has a blog on it with all my YouTube videos right there as well. That's awesome. So we'll definitely, I'll get the links from you and put that all in the show notes so people can find it easily. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So before we wrap up, I would love to know what a piece of advice you can leave our listeners with. Oh man. Mm. I think kind of just like the theme of everything we've been talking about uh, is just to, to do what you want to do, whether it's yoga or going to the gym or whatever it may be, because you love your body. Like start there, start by deciding that you love your body, you love yourself so much, not in a conceited way, but in a a truly just pure way that you love yourself so much that you would do anything to care for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you were blessed, blessed with the body you were born with. Yeah, it's a gift, you know, so we don't have it forever. So yeah. care for it while it's here. Yeah, and I always laugh because I know it sounds cliche, but it's just, it's the truth and it's just not reminded enough. Yeah, well, just, I remember I was at a gym. I won't say what gym, but I was, it was when I was living in the city still. Yeah. And a, a, one of the personal trainers comes up to me And he said, you know, when they're trying to like kind of sell you on personal training, Mm -hmm. which is their job and there's lots of benefits to having a personal trainer. Uh, But he says, um, who has your ideal celebrity body? Like what body do you want? And I was just 
I, I got it. Like I get, it. I get the question. But yeah. I was like, but that's no, I could think of a million celebrity bodies that are beautiful and amazing. Yeah, I course. could pick and choose all the different body parts, but no, like I don't want someone else's body. I want my body. I want yeah, to work on the body I was blessed with. Yeah, I totally agree. I was so just taken aback in that moment. I was just like, no. This is, yeah, this is you're like, that's fun. an interesting way to look at it, but I'm just going to keep focusing on me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, you as well. Great to chat again and reconnect. Yeah, for sure. And I would love to have you back on sometime. So we should definitely chat about doing a follow-up episode. That would be a lot of fun. Yes, I would love that. Thank you so much, Alyssa. You're welcome. Thank you.